Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Today in Science, from Wired. What humans can learn from the sea cucumber's toxic arsenal. Sea cucumbers are squishy and soft. They also employ lethal strategies to protect themselves. By Maggie Chen A sea cucumber, lying innocently on a bed of sand, looks kind of like a blob and feels almost plushy. But although the creatures seem squishy and defenseless, they have evolved fascinating strategies to keep themselves safe. Anne Osborne, a biologist at the John Innes Center in England, recently published a paper in Nature Chemical Biology that uncovered chemical compounds through which sea cucumbers protect themselves from attack and themselves from being destroyed by their own poison. Her team believes that understanding how to synthesize these valuable compounds can allow for the design and mass production of molecules that might be useful for human health. Despite their unassuming demeanor, sea cucumbers are equipped with clever chemical tricks. When threatened by predators, one of the strategies these animals can use is to expel their thread-like internal organs, known as cuvarian tubules, through their anus. These tubules immobilize the predator in a sticky, toxic embrace. The toxicity comes from saponins, chemical compounds that are known for their antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. Saponins are commonly found in plants as an antimicrobial defense mechanism, and they are used to fend off pathogens such as fungi. Their antifungal activity comes from their ability to bind with cholesterol, a key component of the cell membrane, and poke holes in it, causing cell death. But saponins are much less common in animals. Having originally studied these compounds in plants, Osborne was intrigued to find that they existed in sea cucumbers, specifically a variety of saponins that are built from terpenoids, organic ring-like scaffolds. These triterpenoid saponins differ chemically from other classes due to the attachment of methyl groups at specific carbon positions, and as Osborne puts it, they look a bit like chicken wire. To figure out exactly which saponins the sea cucumber makes, the scientists extracted chemical compounds from stores of dried sea cucumber, as well as from the tissues of live sea cucumbers, P. parvamensis and A. japonicus at various stages of development. Reconstituting a dried sea cucumber was relatively simple. You just put one sea cucumber in a petri dish with some water, come back a day later, and it becomes a real sea cucumber, says co-author Ramisha Timapa, formerly a postdoctoral scholar in Osborne's lab. It swells. 
Then the scientists used liquid chromatography mass spectrometry, where individual compounds in the extracts are separated into charged particles and shot into a mass spectrometer. The instrument measures the speed at which the particles travel to determine each one's weight, which can then be used to identify each compound's molecular composition. They discovered several saponin compounds, some of which, Osborne says, tend to be in the outer wall of the sea cucumber, in the tentacles, the body wall, the feet. In the outer tissues, it's the right place to provide protection. They found others that were primarily present in the early growth stages of the sea cucumbers. We think that they may protect the eggs against predators, fish and various other grazing creatures, she says. But this chemical defense creates a big problem for sea cucumbers. They need to avoid killing themselves with their own toxins. And that means their own cells can't contain cholesterol, the target that the saponins bind to and pierce. Instead, they have to evolve two kinds of cholesterol alternatives, lithosterol and 9-11 sterols, which probably fulfill the same function of maintaining cell membrane stability. The scientists believe that the sea cucumber's ability to make saponins and these saponin-resistant sterols evolved concurrently. We think it's a safe defense strategy, Osborne says. If you can produce these toxic compounds, you have to be able to not poison yourself. As it turns out, these unique evolutionary capabilities hinged upon a single point. Sea cucumbers are part of the echinoderm family, along with sea stars and sea urchins. They all share a common ancestor, but sea urchins don't have the same saponin defense superpowers. So to figure out how the sea cucumbers had diverged genetically from the rest of the group, Osborne in Timapa, now an assistant professor of genome engineering at Amity University, compared their genomes to those of their echinoderm counterparts. Specifically, the researchers were interested in studying lanosterol synthase, a highly evolutionarily conserved enzyme that is critical for sterol and saponin biosynthesis. It folds their precursor molecules into intricate origami-like shapes. The team discovered that sea cucumbers just don't have it. Instead, they have two enzymes that are from the same family but are drastically different in biological function. One gives rise to the saponins found in juvenile sea cucumbers. The other creates their cholesterol alternative and also generates saponins found in their outer walls. One change from the traditional lanosterol synthase sequence in the amino acid chain was all it took to create these two sea cucumber-specific enzymes with completely different functions, an evolutionary adaptation that was simple but very elegant, says Timapa. This work of characterizing and determining the function of single chemical compounds in sea cucumbers is super cool, says Leah Dan, a PhD student at the University of Queensland who studies island conservation and was unaffiliated with the study. For sea cucumbers, which don't have adaptive immunity, the ability to generate antibodies that can prevent future diseases, these saponins might help protect against harmful microbes or fungi. And since they don't have a spiny outer shell, these chemical defenses may explain why many organisms leave them alone. They look so yummy, Dan says, but most fish will not touch them. They explained why sea cucumbers have triterpenoid saponins, says Lena Sun, a professor at the Institute of Oceanography at the Chinese Academy of Sciences. Sun is unaffiliated with the study, and her comments have been translated from Chinese. Discovering and characterizing the two synthase pathways that generate these saponins and special sterols is very important, she adds. From this work, Sun is interested to see how, in other echinoderm species, the genes associated with saponin biosynthesis might differ from those in sea cucumbers. A compound that attacks cholesterol has some intriguing implications for human health care. 
Sea cucumbers are highly valued both for food and for health, Osborne says. Sea cucumber extracts, which are rich in saponins, are very valuable. They have long been harvested as a culinary delicacy and revered for their antioxidant and anti-inflammatory health benefits. The saponin dosage in certain sea cucumbers, while sometimes lethal for fish and other small critters, can be edible and even beneficial for humans. Studies have previously found that sea cucumber saponins can reduce cholesterol and inhibit inflammation to alleviate arteriosclerotic plaques in mice and have been connected with anti-tumor activity against cancer. Saponins also have other uses for home and personal care, like for making soap. Originally named after their presence in the roots of the soapwort plant, saponaria, saponins can dissolve in water to create a frothy broth. Nature is so good at making chemicals, Osborne says admiringly. In the future, she and her team are interested in learning how to synthesize more of these naturally derived compounds to recreate them on a larger scale without having to harm any sea cucumbers and to harness all of the triterpene diversity that's out there in nature. Ultimately, she thinks such molecules can be designed and made on demand to be used as medicines or commercialized as foaming agents or emulsifiers. In the meantime, though, one of the most likely places you'll find sea cucumbers and their compounds is in soup, something Osborne was once served for lunch when attending a conference in China. It was quite chewy, she says. I'm sure it was good for me. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.